Welcome everyone to the Diarville Warriors post-game show. A little bit different this week as we played on Thursday night. Uh, coming to you live from the house here on Friday afternoon. Uh, talking about last night's big Warrior victory over Panthers. 44-37 in double overtime. Uh, it was a very Pascagoula heavy first half and then the Warriors just battled back in the uh, second half at one point scoring 20 points in the in the fourth quarter to tie it up and send it into overtime uh, the teams traded field goals in the first overtime uh, Diarville scored a touchdown on their first possession on the next possession there in second overtime and defense did a good job of holding the Pascagoula uh, offense right at the ten, right at the ten and eleven yard line for the first three plays, and then it was a, it went to the end zone on the last play as an incomplete pass. It was a little bit of a discussion amongst the refs because they weren't sure if it was complete or not complete, uh, but it ended up being a incomplete call, which incomplete pass, which means Warriors get their first division region victory. Uh, overall, it was a fun night. It's the best fun, you know. We hadn't had that much fun calling a game in a while. We all the broadcast guys, me, Kevin Roberts, Matt Black, we were all talking about it. It was just a just a fun night all the way around. Calling the Warriors Panthers uh game, you know, and uh, just wanted to give you a few few stats, few Matt stats, Matt Black stats here to uh from last night's game uh gage peterson he was 6 of 13 for 127 yards he had two passing touchdowns and he also had two rushing touchdowns had a couple quarterback sneaks uh, i always love me a good old quarterback sneak at the right time uh andre crosby a sophomore fullback uh he had a good game on both the ground and in and, and on the receptions uh 11 carries 75 yards and a touchdown he also had three catches for 87 yards of a touchdown. He had a big screen pass touchdown uh, late in, I think, it, I want to say it was in the four, third quarter. or It may have been early fourth quarter, um, but he did, he's been doing an excellent job since he's been filling in and starting for uh, Caleb Booker, you know, who, who unfortunately is not with the team anymore. Um, but some more guys you had jeremiah butler uh catch a 33 yard touchdown reception there in the fourth quarter to tie the ball game um and then a, a couple bright spots on the uh special teams and defensive side of the ball uh, marcus washington had 137 yards on three kickoff returns along with 10 tackles on defense uh, marcus had a, a couple chances to break two of those three kickoff returns and, and uh, you know if if he keeps continues to play like he did last night on special teams it, he'll get him one here in a week or two I'm, I'm i'm be watching for that uh some more guys on defense uh malcolm gowdy howard dunn uh leading the way on the defense uh defense that had nine tackles for losses uh you know they they were getting beat up pretty good in that first half and they just continue to play, continue to play. In that second half, it was totally different defense. They they uh, they held they held the Panther offense 
long enough in enough times to give their offense time to come back and tie the game and give them a chance to win. Uh, there ain't much else you could say about a defense that does that. Just give you the opportunity to win. And uh, last but not least, certainly not least, uh, place kicker Jackson Callagher, the freshman. You know, what can you say about a freshman kicker that hadn't already been said? Uh, five of six on his PATs. And then he had a he had a 26-yard field goal in that first overtime to push it to the second overtime. Uh, just a breakdown on the overtime portion. Pascagoula was on offense first. And like I said, they, they got their field goal in their possession. Then the Warriors were on, on offense second and I think we were had I think we had a fourth. Let's see, it'd been we had we ended up in a fourth down situation and I wanna say it was like fourth and about six maybe. And uh I was just curious to see if Coach Ladner was gonna, you know, roll the dice like he's I don't even say roll the dice. He's gonna go for it like he's been going for it all year. And he went he went the field goal route, you know, and uh it didn't really surprise me, you know. I, I like pushing the game further and trying to get a victory there. And uh, the the freshman, you know, he had just missed his previous kick on that PAT, and he just got so and came up and kicked that extra, kicked that field goal to push us to the second overtime. Uh, you know, can't can't say enough about how the uh, warrior warrior team was last night. Uh, you know there was some adversity at times, and there was some there was definitely some uh, chippiness at times. There was a couple of uh, personal foul calls both sides of the ball there at one point, and I I really feel like that changed the momentum of the game. It it it, it almost laser focused the Warrior team, and it put that Panther team they were on their heels at that point because I think we had scored two straight to make it. Um, 27 to 21 at that point so all around you know it was a good great game like i said we enjoyed calling it uh breakdown of scoring from last night's game uh pascal got a nine yard touchdown pass at 248 to go into first to go up 7-0 uh then andre crosby come back with his touchdown run at 144 to go in the first quarter to tie it up at seven then the Panthers got a quarterback sneak at 11.48 of the second quarter to make it 14-7. Panthers get a field goal. By the way, that the kicker from Pascal has got a, a very good leg. He, I think he had a 43-yarder at some point last night. Uh, Panthers get a field goal at 7.15 to go in the second quarter to go up 17-7. And then Pascal got a rushing touchdown just before halftime at 4.06 in the second quarter to go 24-7. So at the half, it was 24-7 Pascagoula. Um, and then at one point, you know, I, I was a little discouraged. I'm following my Twitter line to, to remind me of the scores. So at one point, they got a field goal there in the third quarter, if I remember right, and it made it 27-7. And the Warriors rattled off uh, the touchdown pass to Crosby. They had the uh, the two quarterback sneaks mixed mixed in there at one point, and then the the craziest play uh, had a strip sack touchdown there to tie the game, and then but that like I said, that's when the extra point was missed. Well, 
Then Pascola come scored with 3:44 to go in the fourth to go up seven, and then the Warrior to the Peterson to Butler touchdown pass to tie the game, 2:48 to go in the fourth quarter. So Warrior defense did a great job on that last that last part of the fourth quarter. You know Pascola had the ball at one point. I think it was right around their 40 yard or right around the Warrior 40 yard line. And they just, I think they got a, a, a tackle for loss and then another tackle for loss. Next thing you know, that was fourth and seven and they were not in field goal range and Coach Sims had to punt to save the, uh, you know, basically play for overtime and uh, Warriors ran one play and there it was to overtime. But so all, all in all, it was a great game. Feels a little weird doing the recap with, without my buddies, but uh, you know that's that's this this Thursday night game threw us all out of whack. So uh, hopefully it, it won't disappoint y'all. Uh, next week uh, we'll see Hancock. Uh, I got a, I got some interviews last night with some some coaches and players. Uh, it's going to be an interview coming up with freshman kicker Jackson Caligari, uh, senior quarterback Gage Peterson. Uh, running back Jeremiah Butler, uh, defensive coordinator Malcolm Gowdy. I'm sorry, that's the that's the son. It's defensive coordinator Mo Gowdy, and head coach Josh Ladner. So stay tuned, guys. We got some more coming for you here on the Diary Warriors post game show on Talking Ball, y'all. If you're looking for that special bottle of wine for that romantic dinner, all the ingredients to make cocktails for the best party ever, or just want something cold to drink during tailgating and football season, stop by Dane's Liquor and Wines. They have many selections of fine wines and spirits, and they're located at 10394 the Iberville Boulevard, Suite 8, or give them a call at 228-207-0528. Checking in with Jackson Caligari, the freshman place kicker, uh, five of six on PATs and a big field goal to push us to uh, overtime number two. Uh, how does it feel being a freshman, first of all, playing with the uh, you know the, these upperclassmen and helping your team win a, win a big ball game like that? I mean, it's it's kind of overwhelming. I mean, I mean, it's just playing bigger kids, I guess. I mean. Well, uh, you know, we we talked about it a minute ago. You had you had the one when the score was uh, twenty. We tied them up at twenty-seven apiece. That was your lone miss on the PAT. What do you got to do at that point in order to make sure you miss? Don't miss the one in second overtime. You make that field goal we need to to push the two overtimes. What kind of thing thought process goes into that? Um, it just goes through my head, you know. It's the same thing we do at practice. That's that's all I got to do. Just go through the motions I usually do. That's, that's awesome, buddy. Uh, I'm glad to see. I told your mom and dad I was gonna check on you. you know, I know his parents from, you know, grade school on up, and uh, I, I always enjoy these kind of moments when I see kids of my, friends of mine. So uh, I'm glad to see Jackson's doing great. Uh, you know, he's he's looking forward to uh, soccer season, but we still got a couple more football games. Hope you can put out with it for right now. Thank you, buddy. Good talking to you. Commitment to community is a core value at High Tide Plumbing, LLC. Travis Curtis, owner and master plumber, is a proud alum of the Iberville High School and the Warrior football program. 
Travis is honored to give back to the community that gave him so much growing up. Call High Tide Plumbing at 601-466-9904 today to talk to a plumbing technician about your upcoming project. High Tide Plumbing, LLC, a proud community sponsor of the Iberville football. Go Warriors! Talking to quarterback Gage Peterson here after a big win tonight. Uh, he had two two rushing touchdowns, one passing touchdown. Had a, had a real good clutch throw there late in the game to Jeremiah Butler there to, to tie the game. Uh, know you was a little banged up coming into the game. Uh, the wins wins got to help soothe the pain a little bit, huh? Of course, you know, to go out there and be down 20 at half and just fight back and battle back like that, is, it, it meant a lot to our team. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, what what was you seeing on the defense? Were they, did you feel like they were giving you lanes to throw or was it more or less just taking what they give you? Yeah, just taking what they gave us. Is they, You know, they had some good talent on defense and they were just bringing everybody, so we just had to... I mean, it worked. Uh, the way, you know, let's take it back a little bit. Second play of the game. You remember what the call was? Anyways, don't don't worry about the call. Play action pass, mm. and you got bum rush right as soon as you, mm. after you fake. Yeah. You know, I know, how, I know how that'll come into play later on in the game. Seemed like it affected you a little bit up until somewhere in the third quarter. And then you just got a couple completions under your belt, and you was right back on the horse. Yeah, we just we just wore them down, and they just weren't as aggressive, and uh, gave me time in the pocket. And five time, I want to make the throw. Yeah, you had a you had a handful of crisp, good, clean passes. Uh, like I said, that that pass to Jeremiah on the touchdown was was a real gut check of a throw, and you can't have many prettier passes than that. Uh, you know, even the one you threw to Zion on the. Uh, on the fourth down there, mm. it was right there. He just, you know, come up short. But uh, first win in district, big time. Feels like so long ago that the, was the first win of the season. Mm -hmm. uh, how much good. how much momentum you think this is going to give y'all going in this game against Hancock and then further along into the end of the season? You know, it gives us a lot more confident confidence, and uh, we got homecoming next week, so I know everybody's going to be fired up for that. It's a it's a big momentum change in the air after that win. Well, just hang in there. Don't do too much crazy uh, late night stuff. Yes, all right, sir, uh, take care of yourself. Get to feeling better, all right? Thank yes, you, buddy. Sir. Hey, did you know that Mississippi Coast Auto Brokers is the fastest growing dealership on the coast? They have been serving the Gulf Coast for almost a decade with quality pre-owned vehicles. Their customer service starts when you drive into the lot and continues long after the sale is final. They have financing options that are guaranteed to get you into a vehicle that fits your needs and a price that fits your budget. They have two locations to serve you at 10276 Rodriguez Street in Diaberville. And that phone number is 228-641-4798. Also, 11477 Highway 49 in Gulfport. And that phone number is 228-875-5556. Just remember, good credit, bad credit, or funky credit you're always approved at Mississippi Coast Auto Brokers. Talking to Jeremiah Butler, running back for the Warriors. Uh, big catch there late in the fourth quarter to tie the game. Uh, what was the play call, and what did you see on the defense to get you open? And, and just talk about how you know you had to you had to throw some ups in there and, and go up and get that ball. Yeah, the play it was um, zip boot right pass and. 
really I saw this this the um the split in between the safety so I just wanted to merge in between them and it worked out uh how how tough how tough of a catch was it it, lo it looked like a fairly tough catch yeah, I mean it, go ahead go ahead Pat I'll, I'll pat you on the back go ahead talk about it it was a tough one um when he initially threw the ball I was like man he really threw it and when I saw it it, it just dropped in yeah was, it was a hell of a pet hell of a catch hell of a pass uh, all the way around what can you say about your teammates and the rest of this team? How how they came back in that second half, and played like they played. Yeah, man, they really they really came back with energy, enthusiasm, and all around just hyped up, and it got us to win. You know, y'all. There was a point where there was a handful of personal fouls. Uh, how did that seem to energize sideline? What was your thought on that side? Um, really, when the personal fouls on it was the kickoffs, and when it happened, you know, I feel like. It gave us a spark, but at the same time, it was something that really shouldn't have happened. And it really, it was a spark and a, um, a, a, a setback for us because we really needed that flag on them. Yeah. Well, it was a great game, great catch. Good job. On to the next one. Uh, we'll see you next week against Hancock. Thank you. Before next week's game, go buy Quave Brothers Po'boys and get yourself a pot roast and gravy po'boy or a good old shrimp po'boy dressed and pressed. Whatever you're quaving. Quave Brothers will take care of you. They are located at 10271 D'Auberville Boulevard or give them a call at 228-392-8683 to place your order today. Guys, we're talking to Coach uh, Defensive Coordinator Mo Gowdy here. Coach, first season at D'Arville. Yes, sir. Uh, big win. We just talked about it previous, you know, that's your alma mater. Yes, sir. That's, you had a lot of guys on that other sideline that you know. Yes, sir. Uh, just, just go over how this game feels, how the win feels, and how, how proud of you about you got, how you guys played that second half. Well, it's always a privilege, you know, and honor, you know, to, to coach on Friday night. But it's different when you're coaching against the school where you graduated from, uh, you know, uh, I coached with Lewis Sims. He took a chance and hired me uh, back in 2018, and uh, he helped me out so much. I got a lot of family members, Keelan Parnell, the, you know, yeah, my cousin, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Flora, I mean, uh, Jeremy Flora, number 74. He's another relative. Just a lot of ties there. And, uh, you know, me and Coach Cooper graduated from there, our defensive line coach. So it, it was bitter, but, uh, you know, we, we've been searching for just that opportunity when we can run out on the field. You know, yeah. Law runs out on our field and celebrates, and uh, uh, Biloxi runs out, uh, JDC runs out, and we, me and Coach uh, Latner just been talking, when are our kids gonna get the experience? You know, we go into double overtime against a good football team like Pasagula, and our kids, they found a way to win a football game. And I was just proud to be a part of it, to see Yeah, I, I, one thing I thought changed I don't know if it – I don't want to say it changed it, but it, it felt like it brought them together. Yes, sir. And when we had those couple personal foul calls on both teams and that one prior to that, it just seemed like it energized the team, but it also seemed like it brought pulled the team together. Yeah. You yeah. know? I agree. I agree. You know, our kids sold a lot of poise there too because, you know, uh, tempers get heated when you're yeah. in a battle like that. Uh, but our kids, they, they showed uh, uh, poise and uh, maturity and discipline. You know, amongst themselves, by like you said, they stuck together. Yeah. They found a way to pull together, and a uh, defense went out and got a big stop when we really needed it. And the offense goes out and and gets us a big score when we really need it. And a freshman kicker comes in and you know kicks like he just has 
Yeah, there's, I don't know. I don't know much else you can say about the freshman kicker. Mean. You know, he, he he missed the one PAT, but for him to miss the one PAT and then to come back and hit the field goal to push it to second overtime, right. you know, I, I, don't, I don't know much else. And I was even telling him about it. You know, I know his parents, and I grew up with his mom and his right. dad, and it's just it's it's awesome to see yes, kids of fam of friends. Doing things like that, especially when it's at your at your alma right, mater. Right. So, you know. Man, he's gonna be good for a long time. Not only did he, you know, kick extra points and and, and field goals. He did goal, a great job on the kickoffs. Kickoffs did a great job. Putting them in the corner. Yes, sir. At certain spots. It was yes, sir. Awesome, so. And he's we got him for four years, so I'm excited to see what he does. Awesome. You know, in this, the future. This is good, coach. I yes, always sir. like catching up with the new guys. I yes, appreciate sir. it. Man, thank, thank you for you, having me, bro. Yes, sir. Maurice County, defense coordinator for the Warriors. Wetman Security Service has been serving Mississippi and Lower Alabama for more than 45 years. Sweatman Security's mission is to enhance the success of all their clients by providing superior security with the highest degree of integrity and responsiveness. Sweatman Security strives to be the best in every aspect of their business by fostering a culture of trust, teamwork, responsibility, and high expectations. For all your security needs, call Sweatman Security Service at 228 374-4528 or stop by their location at 180 Delaney Street, Biloxi. Catching up with Coach Josh Ladner after the big come from behind victory for the Warriors. 44-37 uh, in double overtime. Uh, Coach, ain't much you can say about how these kids battled and battled and battled in that second half coming back from as much as 27 to 7 there to come back and win the game uh what do you want to start off on when it comes to that well you know first and foremost it's a it's a testament to uh to diablo football you know and um you know their warrior spirit and warrior tradition and and uh what's you know really made me who I am today and many of us even you uh, I know you know so just uh, that fight you know and, and that was really what I challenged with at halftime was just you know uh, we weren't going to go down like that you know we were going to keep battling and fighting and and um, hey man we're going to claw our, our way back into this and see what can happen and uh, and slowly but surely they, they 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 sure did so just it's more of a testament to the kids you know more more importantly I'm Warrior spirit and, and what's inside them and um, and the kids, man. They they put in the work and they fought and and uh, this is their win. You yeah, know? And, and it's almost like the team the team played two entirely different halves. Right. You know they had their they had their times in the first half. Right. But it all that, some of that some of that stuff previous in the previous six games that happened. You know the penalties that died times and drops that sort of thing. A couple turnovers. Right. Um, Right. But that second half, they turned it on. Especially, it seemed like it especially kicked in the gear when they had those couple personal foul calls on them. Right. And it seemed like it brought the team together. It did. And uh, and at the same time, it also it brought the edge on the team as well. It uh, mainly, be. especially on the defense side of the ball. It did. I think the the uh, our defense played great in the second half, in my opinion. Um, they fought hard in the first half. We we have. We have some guys on defense that never stop. I mean, they bust their tail. The Washington brothers, I can't say enough about their effort and their fire. They never quit. They're not the only ones, but they are kind of like the catalyst. And uh, and then that, that play by 
uh, Andre on the fat screen kind of like sparked everybody. You know, like we threw, there was a flag and we're like, oh Lord, here we go. You know, like kind of how things have gone all yeah. season. Yeah. And we thought, oh man, you know, but I knew he wasn't passing line of scrimmage. I knew he wasn't. And so I was steady screaming. He was not passing line of scrimmage, you know, so. But that, that sparked us, I think, and the kids thought, oh, yeah, huge play, here we go. And and I think from that moment forward, they believed, and they played like they believed, you know. And uh, and so and it, it made a world of difference. You know? Yeah, the, I mean, it seemed like once the more the closer, of course, obviously the closer we got in score, it put more pressure on them, and I think it showed yeah. in the end. But They got frustrated a little bit. So. What can you say about the freshman kicker? Oh man, you know what a gussy play. You know he he misses the extra point, right? That would have uh, took us up one, and uh, and then goes into overtime. He shakes all that off, and then and then makes a, a real gussy ten yard, uh, basically a twenty seven yarder, yeah. which is the longest field goal he's ever his first field goal attempt yeah, ever. First field goal and, attempt. Uh, and and overtime to keep us in it. And uh, just what a. What a, I can't say enough about him, man. I mean, he's just a gutsy kid, ninth grader. Um, you know, uh, I think he's going to be phenomenal. Like, I think he's a D1 guy because not only is he talented, but he's just got a great work ethic, great heart, uh, great Diago family, and they're great supporters. So he's, you know, I, I'm – and look, with all of our kicking issues the last few years, it's such a blessing to know, man, for the next four years I got this guy that I ain't got to worry about yeah. who's kicking. Yep. And so uh, – it's it's a big load off of my shoulder. So, um, but no, he he's great. But he, you know the young guys, you know, just in general, he's my one freshman. But I had uh, three sophomores on offense tonight that that really stepped up. I got left guard and and, and Jacob uh, Smith, and then I had uh, Andre Crosby, and, and he had huge plays all over yeah. the place. You know, I think he had two or three touchdowns, um, and um, and then and then Jeremiah. Butler, who, Butler made had that, a big catch who made that great catch at the end. And even Connor Jones got some snaps in there when uh, when Gage had to come out. So, um, you know, it just uh, I can't say enough about the future, you know, first and foremost. And the future's bright. You know, we got some great talent coming up. But, you know, in the meantime, these seniors um, are continuing to lead in battle, too. And so, you know, we're going we're gonna to do our best to make the most out of this season and try to make the playoffs. You know, and that's the goal. But we're going to take it day by day. Yeah. Day by day. So. Yeah, I mean, how do you how do you feel with uh, you know? I, I was I was very happy. I was surprised at first to see Gage on the field at all. Yeah, that and was. And then to see how he to see how the second play of the game went. Yeah. To where it's fourth quarter and he's throwing that touchdown pass to Butler. It was a right. That was a long way from getting sacked on that oh, play action pass right to start the game, and that was a rough one to start. It is, and so just so so like. Gage uh, was here all week long, but he tried and he tried to throw and couldn't. He tried to run and couldn't. And I, I trust him. I mean, I know he's a competitor. So when he tells me, Coach, it hurts too bad. I can't. I'm like, I understand. So, um, but he didn't want to. You know, and, and in a time where it's fall break, you know, he could have easily been like, Look, uh, I'm gonna just take the week off. He found a way. He found the right doctor at the right time, and him and his parents and and. Um, and he went and got the treatment that he needed and came back in this morning. And I can't tell you, I'm sitting, I'm in my weightlifting class and he comes in, he said, coach, let me show you what I can do. And I said, what are you talking about? He said, let me come on back with me. So, all right, so we went out back and he, 
he rolled out, ran a flood pass against the grain and threw it so hard I couldn't catch it. And I was yeah. like, where did this come from? You know, so really it's like kind of a miracle. So we get out there, but my, my biggest question was what's going to happen when he gets hit? Yeah. You know, and first play of the game, we found out he got hit and you okay? I'm okay. So, and then late in the game, as you mentioned, we, I knew, I knew the play would work. I just didn't, you know, and, I, and in my mind, I'm like, when well, we haven't protected him all night long, but they're tired. And I knew, I was like, yeah, they were in a little bit of a different defense because they were kind of trying to prevent, I think, at that point. And, um, and I thought, man, we can we can get boot pass off. And, and, uh, and, I, and he called him over and I said, look, you're going to think I'm crazy. I said, but I want to run boot pass here. And I don't want you to run from the gun. We're going to go from under. And he said, Yes, sir. And it's just a testament to him believing yeah. and having the faith and the, and the courage to go out there and try it. And sure enough, we gave him a clean pocket. And man, that boy can throw the ball. I mean, he is talented. You know, put the ball on the money. And Jeremiah made a great catch. Sophomore, yeah. you know, touchdown in a, in a clutch and pivotal moment. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I even brought it up to Gage about the fact that, you know, he, he dealt with the sack on that second play. And then he, he seen, you could tell it was affecting him somewhat late into that second quarter. And then something clicked there in the third quarter and he just started hitting everything you know yeah. like he said the the, the pass across in the flat yep, yep. the one to zion on fourth down that was been would have been inside oh, the yeah. 10. oh yeah you look know, he, even the throw the early throw over random belly pass to the tight end and i thought it was yeah. interference it was yeah. double coach but he threw a perfect pass yeah. right there. when he can set his feet he is as accurate as anybody yeah you know, he's anybody. been he's been playing great you know and uh i just I, I haven't had this much fun at a game, probably, especially Colin, since that pedal playoff game. That's what I would equate it to, just because, and it, and it almost kind of resembled each other. You know, we were down in that sure. pedal game, and then you had the big Ray Elias pick six yep. to put us up. Tip ball. And then it was all she wrote from there. So, sure. I mean, it just, it was, you know, we had a lot of fun calling the game, and, uh, man, we were, when we went in at the half 24-7, we were having a tough time. We were just trying to find the positives, trying not to get too down, but uh, they took care of us in the second half. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, man, I'm, you know, I'm proud of them. It's a testament to them. And, and I know I know it means a lot to you guys. And, and um, it means a lot to me, and it means a lot to them. And um, I know they, they didn't. You know, as hurt as we are after the game, you know, they're hurt too. You yeah. Know, and, and, and tonight was, you know, I wanted them to have that moment because we watched other teams have that moment. And that's like, you know, and then, and that's like in my head, that's all I can think about. You know, it's just, I, w I want them to have that moment, you know, well, and they got it. They fought well, for it and they got it. Win number one on the season was something. Yeah. Tell me how district win number one feels. It is, I'm going to enjoy this one a whole lot. You know, the first one we got, I think I may have taken it for granted, you know, because we had five straight losses and I'm sitting here thinking like, man, I, I kind of wish I would have enjoyed that a little bit more because I don't know if, I don't know when the next one's going to come. And, uh, but, you know, tonight it's more like, um, I think I'm going to appreciate it more, you know, and, 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 uh, and just, I pray though that it's our catalyst and our, and our shift and our kicking the door open moment on the season, not only yeah. for the season, but for the future, you know? And, you know, cause here I, I keep saying it and I'm not gonna stop, but I wanna build something here that is consistent and, and, and we 
never have any down years. We never have off times. Yeah. You know, and that really starts with the development with the younger kids. And I know that, and I know it's not going to happen overnight, but, you know, once it happens and people start believing, oh, yeah, okay, so that's where it is. And then and it'll never stop. I mean, we'll yeah. be like Picayune, but we'll be Diablo, and we'll be, we can do that here. And I believe that. And I want it to be that way, not just a, every 20 years, uh, uh, all the time kind of thing. Yeah. Know, so. Well, just so you know, we had a couple of former Warrior head coaches join us on the broadcast tonight. Did so you? Okay. We had Coach Gavin on at one point, awesome. and we also had Coach Singleton on at one point. Wow. So Legends, man. And your old, and your old, your old buddy Jason Hockaday came in late at late to see the tail end of it. Did as he well. really? Yeah. Wow. On uh, in on, on the Facebook broadcast. That's yeah. incredible. Coach Coach Singleton got on Facebook. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. I think Coach Singleton might not do nothing else on Facebook, but I bet he, I bet he, he knows how to watch Barber, the game. Miss Barber was helping us on the offer, I guarantee. You know, I even made a comment on there. I said, uh, I said, Coach, if we win this game, Tommy Hawk for everybody. Yeah, that's right. That's so, right. That's all right, buddy. Yes, good sir. job tonight. This was a good one. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Good luck going into this homecoming game. Hopefully these kids won't run around and do too much crazy funny business. No. With all these decorating houses, I guess no, you can no, call it. I won't so. have it. I won't have it. We're going to get right. All so. right, buddy. Thank Good you. one. I'm Thank glad you. to see it, and I'm ready for next week. Welcome back to the Diarville Warriors postgame show here on Talk of Ball. Y'all, uh, next week's opponent coming up will be the Hancock Hawks. Another division opponent. Uh, the Hawks come into this game at, with a 4-3 and three overall record and a 1-2 and two record in division. Uh, this will be the... 28th matchup between the two eight, two teams in the series. You know, this used to be a very – this used to be the lone re, uh, division game from, you know, mid-80s on through to mid – you know, for about a 10-year run there from mid-80s mid to the 90s. And then it would be my junior year. We played them on our homecoming. It was a division game, and then that's when the divisions rotated – and these two teams did not play again until re until we expanded to 6A here in 2011. So the last uh, Warriors have won the last four matchups, and they've actually won six out of the last seven matchups. Uh, Diarville leads the overall series 21 wins and six losses. Um, this is the one we always like to bring it up, and you'll probably hear it more than one time during the broadcast on Friday night. You know, everyone talks Hancock at some point or one point or another. Brett Favre's name will come up. So, Brett Favre, the only only team that he never beat was the Diarville Warriors. So, just uh, just a little tidbit for down the road, but uh like to give you a couple couple folks on the Hancock Hawks to look out for come Friday night. Uh, they're led on offense, obviously, by number 12, the quarterback, Dylan Moran. He's a junior. He's 40, He's on the season. He's 42-84 for 610 yards. He has seven TDs, four interceptions. Uh, he added a couple rushes on the ground. Uh, leading rusher on the Hawks is number five, Zach Gulling. Hopefully I didn't butcher that name too bad. Uh, he leads the way, 113 carries, 904 yards. He has eight TDs, and five out of the six games they've played, he has a 100-yard game. So uh, other leading rushers, you have uh, Jeff Hopgood. 
uh, which is his dad as a coach on the team. I, I played against Jeffrey Hopgood. I played against his dad uh, back in high school. He's went on to later uh, play at Southern Miss. Uh, he's a great guy. Uh, Jeffrey Jeffrey's stats on the year are 25 carries, 241 yards, and three touchdowns. He has a 100-yard game as well. And then we have number 33, Dustin Coleman. And uh, he has... Five. He has 32 rushes for 379 yards and five touchdowns. Overall, the Hawks have rushed for 206. They have 206 carries on 17 and 1711 yards. So they're averaging 285 yards a game. So, you know, the one thing the Warrior defense has had trouble with here and there has been the running game directly at them. So I would expect more of the same coming from Hancock uh, this Friday night. So. Uh, on on the receiver core, the the one you want to watch out for. Looking at this, uh, he has thrown passes to two, four, six, eight, nine different receivers, and uh, the one that leads the way obviously is Acker, number seventeen. He has fifteen catches for two hundred eight yards and four touchdowns. Um, the defense. Overall, I would expect it to be you know Hancock. They're led by Coach. Neil Lawler, you know, he's been there a good while now. And uh, I would I would expect a, uh, it's not going to be a, a – it's going to be a tough game like like usual between these two teams. These these teams never seem to play anything but a tough game. And uh, I'm expecting the same. So uh, just want to say y'all come show up at Warrior Stadium Friday night. Come watch the homecoming. I want to wish uh, luck to all the homecoming court uh, this week. Tell the, tell all the players and, and kids at the school, uh, be safe. Don't be crazy. Don't do anything stupid. I, I know how y'all like to uh, decorate people's houses around this time. So just uh, be safe with that and don't go overboard too much and, and cause, cause monetary damage to people that don't need to be done. So... Uh, on behalf of Kevin Roberts, Matt Black, uh, this is Jeremy Forehand signing off on the Daryville Ward postgame show. Uh, see you Friday night, homecoming versus Hancock.